Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I gotta stop laughing. Yeah, we gotta get clean audio. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Troop Podcast. I am Matt O'Connor, and joining me as they will on all of our episodes are my cousin Luke Drobner. So, guys. My brother Mike O'Connor. Hello. And friend Mark Pump. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Not Hi, yeah, Mark. No, you guys do the, it's the same. He's so anti all of this that he's just, he's lurking in the background. You yeah. can see him, but he's really not here. Anyway, uh, before we got on here, we were talking about, um, I'll start with Luke. Luke doesn't have a meal in front of him, which is his new staple. Um, but I, have a, I have a tasty beverage. Yeah, we're all enjoying we're ourselves. All in a, we're all enjoying a nice drink. Cold, it's, cold. it's Wednesday mm-hmm. night on, what is it? Um, Deadline Eve, Deadline I guess Eve. I'll call it. Nice. So, little yeah, little uh, tr- trade deadline podcast. Why not? Honestly, we couldn't have picked a. We've been struggling, and I will change what I said. I have been struggling to be able to yeah. have to find the time. I've been letting the troop down um, in finding a time to pod. But I feel like a deadline eve podcast is the move. Can someone yeah. pick that up on air, please? I don't know whose phone that is. But it's definitely. I guarantee you, it's my guy. He's gonna get it. Hell yeah. 100% my grandma, and it's like about nothing. Her microwave. Give, give her a dial in. Let's get, get her on the horn. Oh my God. Our, meet first, our first guest of the evening is. <laughs> Nana? Oh no. Nana, oh. Nana can't handle the pod. She bought ah, us some hot takes. Um, but yeah. Lonzo Ball. No, I know. So oh, that is by the time point. we even release this, the trade deadline might be passed. Um, a no lot way of I edit this. will probably tomorrow. be wrong. And yeah, so we're realistically in a, in a weird spot, but probably a good time to talk about all of it. I've um, seen some good stuff on Twitter too. There's a lot of rumors going around. Well, I like the rumors, except like it's all Victor Oladipo and then like Aaron Gordon. And I don't overly care about either of them. Not Alonzo Ball. There's some Drummond talk. There is some Drummond talk. Oh man, yes, the Drummond talk, because mm-hmm. I need that. I need Drummond on the Lakers now because they're bleeding out over yeah. the toilet. Why are, they, why are the Lakers so bad? Well, uh, hurt at, well yeah. I don't think they were built to um, win games without LeBron or Anthony Davis. I don't yeah, think that was in Rob Polinka's master plan. No, but um, do you think it's just? I feel like it's short-sighted to to see the rumors that they're thinking about gutting Harrell, Schroeder, and I think they're just trying to get value. I think yeah. if you could trade either of them and somehow get Kyle Lowry to your team, no one's beating Kyle Lowry, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. No. Yeah, I'm. Like I, it, I agree. So, like, even if you get rid of all of those guys, like, I you'll get people on the buyout market to fill their spot, and like, whatever. If you have to, at least in the regular season, play Jared Dudley some minutes to get wins, like he's injured, he tore his ACL, buddy. That's right. I forgot yeah, about for that. MCL. Um, whatever. Yeah. One legged Jared Dudley. Why not? No, but like, I think they'll ultimately be fine as long as, and like, even if you get rid of like Talon Horton Tucker, which probably isn't ideal, but they don't want to. They're not moving him. They're not going to move him. All right, but I'm just saying. Why wouldn't you move him? Like, he doesn't have this upside where it's like, oh, he's going to be a good player. He might be a solid role player. He might be a starter quality player. But, like, realistically, like, would you not add him to a trade for Kyle Lowry? Would you not add him to a trade for one of these guys who's going to help you win a championship right now, which is your goal, right? But who else is, like, would you make the trade for DeMar DeRozan? Like, is that – who else is really there that's going to help their team? No. Like, Siakam right now is not having a good time on Toronto. 
I might trade Kuzma and someone else for Siakam. Problem is, you have to make the contracts work out because Siakam's making thirty mil. So I don't, I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't think they can. Yeah. He's kind of the center of what they're building, and like if he's a little unhappy, they'll figure it out. Yeah, but he also sucks. That's Siakam. <laughs> he does kind of yeah. suck. Yeah. As a third or fourth option on the Lakers, would you not take that? No, but I guess like I guess the the major issue right now is like to not fall out of the playoffs or into the play-in tournament because imagine, like the West is really tight and um and imagine the defensive potential your team would have if you had a Schroeder, LeBron, Siakam, Anthony they, Davis, Andre Drummond lineup. Well, the Lakers already have the number one deep like when healthy, like they're the best defensive team in the league. And are so there they don't need they don't need more. Are there any questions about how healthy the two of them are going to even be when they come back? Like, are they in, are they in a rough? I feel like the Lakers are in a little bit of a, a scary yeah, situation. I don't think, I don't think LeBron's actually mode. hurt. LeBron's like, ooh, ow, ouchie. Uh, high high ankle sprain. That's a, a high ankle sprain is pretty bad. I got okay, one of those in college, and granted, I tore a ligament <laughs> when I did it, and like, it stunk. It was, was that really, when you were in the the boot? The boot, like, yeah, it was sophomore year. year. Yeah, but okay. the reports that LeBron has a high ankle sprain and the actual injury that he has, I think, are probably different. I was talking to you guys about this like six months ago and was saying that LeBron will twist his ankle and then tie his shoes tighter and keep playing, you, and like, yeah. he do- and he doesn't sprain his ankle, and um, you cursed him. Yeah, I, so I take full responsibility if he yeah, wants to he come here and be, beat my he ass. Be okay, though. Like, they're not it, – it, he'll be fine. I still think the, the injury is the scarier of the two. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. he's younger and realistically he is kind of your secession plan when LeBron Potter, does age. Yeah. So, like, that one is definitely more concerning. Granted, he didn't tear anything. It's like it's not that bad. But still, he's giant and bad knees. Like, that's not great. So, or is it his Achilles? What was it? It's Achilles. Well, yeah. like, it's – um. He's at risk. There was some sort of like calf aggravation, which is why he's sitting there. Like, but it's the same um, thing Kevin Durant had, and then yeah, exactly, which is terrifying because there's like no like the, I, they should just sit him until the playoffs until they absolutely need him. But like, there's no guarantee. Basically, it's a bunch of like tiny tears, right? Um, that have to rest. But like, I don't know if there's ever a definitive moment where it's like, okay, you're healthy and not at risk. But like, Anthony Davis obviously tearing his Achilles would be catastrophic to like. Totally. My livelihood, um, you know? Well, I mean, it would... <laughs> That's what I'm that, really which, yeah. <laughs> So let's assume, let's assume they both come back healthy for the playoffs and you're not in the play-in. Mm-hmm. What's the move that the Lakers are made? Is the only real thing... They're, they're the they're seventh playing the Suns. Yeah, they'll be fine. Like, but is the move... The, what they're going to do by the deadline or the buyout market is they're, they're on the Drummond radar, but I feel like nothing else is really on the Lakers. Well, I would do the Drummond thing. Cause like, at least it's just a buyout. Like, but if you have to gut your team for like Kyle, like dirty Kyle Lowry, who's just flopped. Why do you hate Kyle Lowry so much? I'm like, Kyle. I could go on and on. Okay. I mean, he's got a giant dump truck ass. So that's, exactly. in, his favor. Polite, that's in his favor. So like, <laughs> He's just kind of a he's a flopper, kind of a cheater, kind of a dirty player. Injured Aaron Gordon. Would you um, would you do a KCP for Norman Powell swap? Interesting. I don't think the would Raptors they do that. Would I don't think they now. would. Yeah, I don't think the Raptors yeah. would do it. No, Norman you Powell's good. A first round pick, KCP, and Taylor Horton Tucker for Norman Powell. No, <laughs> no. no. Also, do the Lakers even have a first rounder? No, first. they definitely don't. Uh, maybe some second round thing, but they're probably not some, I feel like New Orleans owns all of our picks for the next 30 years. Yeah, I mean they own most they've got a lot of picks, which is why it's under. which why it's interesting. Like they're 
desperately trying to offload Bledsoe, and I'm seeing the stuff about the Knicks potentially doing the first and Bledsoe. Or oh, Lonzo, that's so bad. Or Lonzo with Bledsoe. I kind of, as a Knicks fan, I wouldn't mind Lonzo coming in as our point guard and trying I'm to like, revive If I'm a contender him. and I want Lonzo, like, why wouldn't I take Steven Adams, Lonzo in a first for whatever trash the Pelicans want? So here's why. One, Lonzo is going to ask for, like, $20 million this offseason, and he just doesn't deserve $20 million a year. Like, what? Fine, then what has he done walk. this year? He's on. finally shooting, to... like, a little over league average at, from Luke? three, and, like, he's fine. He's perfect. Lonzo Ball is an above-average defender. He's an above-average playmaker. He shoots 39 40% from three. I think you're paying for potential, not for the actual production. I and did go I think, on the record shitting all over him, and then he did, like, start just shooting lights out from three. Like, Luke was saying, like, if he can, like, start hitting it from three, and I'm like, yeah, that's a huge if. And then he's just gone on an absolute tear. He's good. He's, he's a very good think, player. Yeah. He can guard one through three easy. I think you're going to say one through five. Yeah. Um, but I also <laughs> just think it's, it's a, like, the perfect situation where he has the black hole inside that's Zion drawing so much attention. Brandon Ingram in his own right does. And then Lonzo's just there, like, diddling off to the side, waiting to take a jump shot. He doesn't shoot open shots. Not every shot he shoots is open. I know, but a lot of them are off the dribble. But still, like, I just think it's – I just think there's something there. There's a massive – he's a massive point guard with a very high basketball IQ, and I think that's something that can be – I think paired next to a – like, I think he'd be really – like, he's like Malcolm Brogdon. That's kind of how I see it. He can't score like Brogdon. Brogdon gives me way more confidence just to, like, I know what he's going to give me every night. I feel like Lonzo does not have that same floor. Lonzo's Maybe he has a higher ceiling me... just because he is, like, you Lonzo's know. like a high-paced Brogdon, then. He's going to give me – Lonzo. I'd rather have Lonzo on defense. And I think Lonzo pushes the ball harder, makes a little more plays for people. But Brogdon is 100% a better scorer. He's just way more consistent. And, like, I just really think – and that is honestly probably on both ends of the floor. Like, I, I do think Lonzo is probably, when he wants to dial in, a better defender. But, like, Brogdon's nothing to scoff at. Like, he is pretty good at it. Yeah, no, um, I don't yeah. – I think Brogdon's an above-average defender, but I don't think he's great like Lonzo. Also, I mean, Malcolm wow. Brogdon is 28 years old. Lonzo Ball is what? Malcolm Brogdon's he that He's that 28? Yeah, no Lonzo's 23. Yeah. There's Malcolm Brogdon. There's no seven. way Malcolm Brogdon is 28. He was a redshirt senior when he got drafted in the second round. Jeez. He got a master's degree from UVA. He's 28 years wow. old. What did, what did he study in grad school? Wow. He's like Hell a yeah. engineering student. He's I using that on the court. He's using that. I cannot believe he's 28. Well, it's just if you, use, if you use Julius Randall as like your 26 year old proxy, Brogdon being older than him makes no sense to me. It just feels that is like weird. he's younger. That's really weird. Julius Watch Randall also, like, like, has been in the NBA for 30 years. Who? Julius Randall. I mean, because he's on the, the garbage, like, he broke his leg, like, rookie year with yeah. the Lakers, and, uh, like, he was on, like, those last few Kobe years. Um, and he was on the Pelicans. Are we going like, to gush about Julius Randall right now? Because I can. Do you, like, legitimately, like, do you want Julius Randall to be a Nick forever? So, I'm in a weird spot, because, <laughs> like, if he's going to play like this, then, yeah. Even if he plays a little worse than this, absolutely. But it's just like nothing in his career was like this at all. He didn't pass like this. He's never shot like this. He really hasn't done anything like this. And now all of a sudden he's just good. It's the weirdest thing. But so many other players, if you look at like their trajectory to get to being good, like it just doesn't add up like what he's doing. I think that's why I'm still afraid that all of a sudden like the – 
some circumstance changes, he's not the primary option and he's bad and taking up a ton of money. But because like, I don't, I don't think he's going to be the number. I don't think he's the number one option to lead you to a championship. But that said, like, I don't like obviously. Yeah, no one does. But like, if you <laughs> so say you take Kawhi Leonard, who is probably going to be a free agent this summer, and just say he's like, you know what, I'm done with the Clippers. I want to go play with Julius Randle and Knicks. Just for argument's sake, that's not happening. I'm saying it's <laughs> not happening. I'm not doing like the. I'm not doing like the LOL mix, but I want to go play for Tibbs and Julius Randle. That team doesn't win a championship. Kawhi Randle. Do you run a Knicks Twitter page? I do, but <laughs> I don't like that team isn't winning a championship. It's not. I think the the thing that I just yeah. I I haven't given Julius Randle my trust until probably the past two weeks. I have not trusted it the whole season. I'm like, what's exactly like? What is happening? Is this just a crummy team where he's I think looking he's good on a bad team? Or, but I I think he's legitimately great, and I think. No. We can extend him. What well, with the extension that we can give him this year, we actually don't break the bank on paying for him. I think he's an excellent second option. He's very good at shooting. His three point percentage is super high. I don't even know I think, if he's a second option. And all I, I think he's the third best player on a championship team. Probably, but even but like, so, like that's why if you <laughs> give him after this after this year, if you give him like a, a four year extension, like a four, what is this mark? You have I've got, I do have breaking news. Oh baby. From Kevin O'Connor, the New York Knicks have emerged as serious contenders as a, as a serious potential destination for Cavaliers, big man, Andre Drummond. No, why? <laughs> why? I, I don't know. I mean, the Knicks just don't. I just want to, I just want to say the ringer is trash. And the fact that I got this from a ringer source. I don't sure. Even but Kevin O'Connor like is he's connected. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty connected. Uh, I don't like the ringer. That's just I me. am. Yeah, I'm distraught. This is like so dumb. We literally we have a young center who should start. What is Drummond gonna do? Come off the bench and like, yay, we'll magically I mean, win like two games over five hundred. Same situation he had on the Cavs. If he went to the Knicks, they it's the Cavs. It's literally the same situation. And the Cavs at least get it. Team. He has no reason to be on that but team. I don't. I don't know what trending, how incredible trending NBA is on Instagram, but they were saying that there's some discussions about Lonzo for Mitchell Robinson. So what if we're doing some weird thing where Drummond's coming in? It's also weird. That's it's also so a dumb. Strange. Does that make your team better? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I, I hate this team. I hate this. Oh my god, we're getting there. If we, I, I want so badly right now for like uh, just an absolute like R.J. Barrett and a first rounder for um, or R.J. Barrett and like three first rounders for like Norman Powell. We just, they're just, I don't know. And I know Tibbs is like barking grossly at Leon Rose saying, get me good players who you're just, they're just going to hamstring the organization for another 10 years. Like the past regimes did. It's just a nightmare. It's clockwork. I'm tired of it. I think we do have good players. We're 500 and we're a playoff team. Even if you put some of the best players on this Knicks team, they are not winning a championship. They're not. Remember when you guys, when you would hit the sim lottery on Tinkathon and you guys would get like the first and the fourth pick? Remember that? Wouldn't you rather have that than the seventh seed? Literally, yes. A hundred percent, yes. This year has like five prospects who could literally be franchise changing. Cunningham, Mobley, Suggs, Jalen Green's looked really good. And Kaminga. Like the five of them are all... been. I don't know. We look pretty good in the G League bubble. But that's my point. It's like, what are we doing? Literally, we just said... Julius Randle probably has to be a third option. So who are the other two we're getting? I mean, R.J. Barrett. 
yeah. Two. Barrett does look better, but again, what is the timeline? Like, I think, I think there's something to be said about if we tanked organically, like if we were trying and the team looked good, but we were losing tough ones, we got blown out every once in a while and we got a lottery pick, then fine. But I think there's something about like trying to see progress and trying to improve but like, by on starting- a lot of levels. My fan, like I've hated the past few years. Like it's, it's hard to watch. Like I have not enjoyed it and I'm enjoying every night I watch. Even when we lose, I'm like, we, we are, I see the good things that are happening. And even though we lost, it's still kind of a win because the more we lose, the better chance we have at a pick. But if we keep winning and we're in the playoffs, there's signs of signs so, of improvement that I think are important for not just like trying to get somebody to come, but if that'll happen. I don't know. But like the magic did that. We're the magic right now. But yeah. they're in or- they're in Orlando. Okay. And like what's the point? Even if you we literally just said if you bring the top available free agent to this team, they're not winning shit. Like it's we're the magic. I mean, if you let's say you bring the top available free agent in. Let's say the top available free agent in 2021 is Kawhi Leonard. You bring in Kawhi. RJ Barrett has a year to develop without Kawhi there, another year. Or is it this summer? No, that it would be this offseason. This summer? Okay. I mean, let's say RJ makes another great stride and comes in the next season as a second option next to Kawhi. And then you have Julius Randle. You bring in someone else. But that's like, that's all riding on if you can attract a Kawhi Leonard, right? If. Yeah, and that's best case scenario. And also like, that's the, the thing it breaks down to too is like the, the pieces who are going to be on your team three, four years from now, when you are doing that push, is Drummond one of them? No. Realistically, no. How much are you paying Andre Drummond to come, like, get rebounds when you already have Mitchell Robinson? He's, he's not a part of... Re- he's a good defender. And I but understand just, what like, Mike's saying, where if you if you offload Mitchell Robinson for some type of value, if you can get some role players or something, but... But why? Like, literally, we're, com- we are, like, celebrating Cleveland for saying Jared Allen is going to be the future center, Andre Drummond's irrelevant for this team... They're in a similar situation where they have a few young guys in Sexland, him, Okoro. Like, it's a good young core. Wait a minute. Potential. Do you remember when we were arguing with Tim about Jared Allen versus Mitchell Robinson and Tim was saying that Mitchell Robinson is better? I mean, I do think that, but besides still, the point, they're still similar. They're both very, very similar players. I think Jared Allen offers a little more. I think so, too. But anyway, my point being, so like too. we're Tim's saying to for that same reason that we're saying good job Cleveland for not paying Andre Drummond next year, the Knicks are going to do it now. And like suddenly that's going to get them good. We're going to win stuff. Maybe, maybe you become a four seed and lose in the second round. Maybe. Right, so I ran, I ran the Tankathon Sim Lottery. They have you at 17 and 20. So those picks didn't change and it didn't change anything. But they have you drafting Zaire Williams, who's a, who's a, winning out of Stanford he's okay and they have you drafting Sharif Cooper who they have listed at 6'1 but he's not six foot and when they measure him at the combine he's going to measure out at like 5'10 5'11 so but he's really good he's averaging like nine assists on Auburn he runs that team so I just think like this yeah it's good to see them winning but you still have to keep the long term in mind like I don't know let's take the heat as proxy and then this kind of moves you into this kind of moves you into the other free agents, but like the heat keep drafting in the teens. Like they obviously hit the lottery with Wade a million years ago, but they draft in the teens, they have a location and they have a GM that's kind of like showing a path and there's a culture and development. And they're just always kind of in the conversation, even when they're not that good. 
but like and, Rio, and they bring people want to go. But I think so again, get... getting back to this, what team with Jimmy Butler as your best option is winning anything? They oh, went to no. the finals. Oh, no. Jimmy Butler barely, is... barely though. Like I love Jimmy Butler. Do not do we, Jimmy we know. We know. I just I don't think that team will get back to the finals. They won't. They have yeah. to land someone like it's because the Nets are stupid. No, but the Nets even without the Nets, like they are, they just aren't better than the Sixers, the Bucks. I guess the Nets do. Like, like even the Celtics, I think are fundamentally with a few structural changes better than them. Like I think Tatum and Brown are both d- legitimate pieces that you know have more Finals potential than Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and like whatever Tyler Hero is doing this year. I just like. Tyler Harrow hasn't been good this year. Tyler Hero sucks ass. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, it's and the, the roadmap to get good. You have to draft, like, a legitimate star. You do. And if you don't, you it doesn't happen. And that's why, like, do I have confidence that it's R.J. Barrett? Probably not. I think he's a number two. Look at the Sixers. Look at the Sixers. The Sixers are also good. But exactly. But they drafted Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They and have you can, two. You can, you can make and Mark like, Fultz. Okay, you and don't have well, to draft high to necessarily get a star. Like, if you look at the Bucks and Giannis, Giannis was the 15th overall pick, right? And so, like, you can get lucky like that. Devin Booker was 13, right? So, it's a little harder, though. It is harder. When you're the Sixers and you have so many first-round draft picks, you get lucky. You get a Ben Simmons. You get a Joel Embiid. You get a – right? So, Markel Fultz, but Markel Fultz is a bust because he just got injured. But, but that's the thing. Like, I was so big on Fultz. Kind of no, I know. That and, sounds and, right. But I think that's the thing. Like you can't like really Dwayne turn... Wade in college. <laughs> he was good, but I mean, look, I mean, both. He uh, averaged yeah, like twenty-five, could... five and five. He blocked shots, stole the ball. He's but like college six, stats, four, it's like it's meaningless. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. But that's kind of my point, though, is that like it's you. You have to draft this, the guy for your franchise, and then that's what you build around, and then you start putting these pieces together, like. The Knicks don't have that right now. I think the wrench that came into this was like no one thought Randall. The no, second Randall not. like popped off, I think everyone was like, oh, okay, we have to change mm-hmm. the plan. Because I think the plan was the tank and then maybe trade Randall to deadline. Well, because he was and- atrocious. <laughs> he was atrocious last year. Like, honestly, unwatchable. It was so frustrating. And that's why. Also, I don't, I don't necessarily know how well suited you guys are playing R.J. Barrett and Randall 40 minutes a game literally every night. Well, that's – I hate Tibbs, but that's a whole other conversation. That's His rotations are Tibbs. absolute garbage. Yeah. That's classic. It is Tibbs. a nightmare watching him do stuff. I don't stuff. even know that being said, how your rotation is. But... It was a festival of lights the other night. Just watch. Like, I've never seen a blowout Knicks win like that. Like, you just enjoy it when you – Did they blow out the other night? The Wizards, they blew baby. Out the Wizards. Oh, uh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, no. Damn, you guys if you can, If you can curb stomp somebody, you just do it. You know, and we did. So, yeah, I don't know. All right, well, enough of the Knicks. I know, we, I'm, we, long, I'm, long Knicks combo, but good. Fuck the Knicks. God damn it. I love them, <laughs> but they're just, they're a disaster. It's a nightmare. Um, all right, who else are we talking about? Who else is doing Give it to the Nets, how they're infuriating because they are sick and I hate them. Like Griffin in two weeks is going to start starting, which makes Griffin it really going to be dunking from the three-point line as soon in two as, weeks. Is he actually playing that well, though? I know he dunked, yeah. but like, He's, he's I think I just think he has to get back into shape. He has to get back into the rhythm of NBA basketball, mm-hmm. and he's it'll be fine. He'll be a he'll be a starting piece. He's not going to be Blake Griffin, but he won't be. I also um, saw them. Um, I saw the Nets are also linked. If JJ Redick gets bought out, he might go, yeah. which that's just that's sucks. So like, it's so stupid. And then Norman Powell and I just feel like every day I go on social media and like the Drummond is Drummond is put 
into another team's jersey every day. Like it's, everyone's interested in him. But bro, I've seen the Brooklyn scenario. Like, God, I just don't understand. I don't understand how Brooklyn can bring all these people in. Because if they're I willing to take the money, they have – well, that's the thing. If they're willing to take no money and just go win a championship, like, welcome aboard. I am, I'm right now, like, five blocks south of Barclays. So I could go in there and kind of give them a piece of my mind. I don't know if they're playing tonight, but you should cough on James Harden and see if you can. Uh... They're playing. Uh, yeah, the I, could go to I don't know if they're home though. Uh, Let's take a look. I think I have it up. Uh, yeah. Should I go heckle them? From outside. The Nets are uh, the JJ Redick getting yeah, added to the Nets. I don't know how much. I mean, obviously Joe Harris has been unreal this year, and I'm sure JJ yeah. Redick would play like the same exact role. It's just like you take Joe Harris off, you put JJ Redick in, and that's the difference there. So the, the other thing that's just crazy is they've been doing all of this winning without Durant. And it's yeah. you just throw him in too. I'm sure it could lead to some issues, but probably not because he's really gonna be more on the ball anyway. Yeah. Like they're going to be unstoppable. It's like still, here yeah. nor there with Kevin Durant. I don't know. It like does it really at this like if you're if you're playing the weak Eastern Conference teams and you have two of the top 20 players in the NBA. I mean, James Harden's top five. Kyrie's what? Top 15. So, like, you know, it's you like Durant top five because <laughs> when healthy, like, yeah, right. Durant's like, top two when healthy. It's yeah. LeBron and KD. Yes. No, they're the problem with them is they don't have a center, which is why it would make sense. For <laughs> they're going to score 300 but points a game. It doesn't Nick matter. Claxton, Nick but they Claxton can't play defense. I still think, no. I still think if. The Lakers are healthy. They the Lakers will beat them in seven games. Uh, I, only only because AD would just like go off. Um, he, he would go off, and I, I will just point out in the bubble when the Rockets played the Lakers, Harden couldn't do anything. I mean, Harden could not do anything. Everyone's yeah. big. Caruso, baby. Everyone's yeah. too big and physical, and it just. I'm not looking like I was kind of down on the Lakers going into the bubble. As well, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of like naturally pessimistic about them. I think it's so hard to judge anything right now because I think these contenders, the Lakers and the Nets, I think their team are their teams are going to look slightly different. So, I think people like the Jazz, you could probably put a ceiling on right I now. The, the Suns, Jazz. you could probably put a ceiling on right now. The Nuggets, you could probably put a ceiling on right now. But these big market teams that are in all these talks with the buyouts and the trades and whatnot, I, I, it's so hard to say like, you know, it's so hard to say, like, oh, it's Lakers in six right now. Like, I don't think you can say that because you just I'll don't know it. who's going to be on the roster. I'll say right? it. We talk but about Drummond. Think... Like, is, like, realistically, Drummond's choosing between whether or not he wants to be in the East to contend for a championship or he wants to be in the West to contend for a championship, which limits his teams to, like, three options, really. Well, Nets, Clippers, Lakers. So And, and the Knicks, apparently. And, like, <laughs> I mean. He's not going to choose the Knicks. He might. I have no idea what motivates Andre Drummond to do anything. Andre Drummond would choose the Knicks if the Knicks were willing to offer him $25 million for he's four a, years right He's now. a complete wild card. I also want a vet minimum for a champion. For I a truly wouldn't, though, count up heat if they get LaMarcus Aldridge. I, mm. I well, I think, I I think the domino that needs to fall, and that's one of them, he's kind of washed. I think it's Kyle Lowry. If he goes to the Sixers or the Heat, that definitely changes the dynamic in the East. If Lowry's it's on totally the Sixers, does. if Lowry's on the Sixers, I think the Nets – have more to deal with. The, I think the Nets already run. I think the Bucks can give the Nets a run, depending on whether. Don't do the deer. Fuck, fuck, fuck Milwaukee. They suck. <laughs> I, I, Bud I sucks. It, I Build a wall around Giannis. 
I think if uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton show out and Giannis is still consistent in the playoffs, I think the Bucks realistically they match up well. Challenge somebody. I like that they got. I like that they got the Tuck wagon, TJ Tucker. I think that's a good addition too. I think is it, adds it is it is TJ Tucker still just big good? I think it lets you at the end of games in the playoffs you can put Giannis at the five and him at the four. Just defensively, it might allow that a little easier. And like, I mean, PJ Tucker just put the clamps on Jalen Brown. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm watching the Tuck wagon in action right now. He looks beefy, but no, I I do. I think even as is right now, like I do think that the Nets have an issue matching up with Philadelphia mainly. Like I, I do think Embiid kind I of think gets the team. There's nobody in the league who can guard Embiid. Name a player right now who could guard Embiid. Wait, can we rehash the Embiid or Simmons if you could only have one? Because I've been on the Embiid train for decades. Embiid. Um, I'm you never your all-star big. I still – I still – yeah, I don't know. I remember I, I said when we did like the – trade or blow it up or blow it up or keep it together thing i said trade and be and get everything you can and keep simmons but i would have to probably change that i've been i've been saying and beat too i right i'm pretty oh, yeah. sure it's on the right side of history there oh yeah tim is somewhere just you just got his blood pressure just went through the roof in all fairness though ben simmons is probably the best defender in the nba right now ben simmons is unreal i don't I mean, want to i don't want to like sure not state that he's very very good i just yeah i, th- I mean i think he's if the not stay team. healthy which evidently is a big question mark they're doing the same thing probably- that lebron and ad are doing they're like oh it can be so hurt he can't play but they're just taking it easy they're gonna coast to the playoffs it's they got Doc Rivers, in the knows the routine. like the lakers coasting like they might drop to the six or something right that's what i mean so oh my god like the Sixers are the three seed in the East and like they play the Nets in the conference finals now instead of playing them in the second round. I think people are learning their lesson from the 73 and nine Warriors and then that like 50 whatever win buck team or 60 win buck team. Uh, where you have a first seed and then you have to play somebody. Where, where you're, you have a first seed, but everyone's gassed because you were actually playing everybody, you know, right. rather than yeah. resting. Yeah. Also yeah. the Bucks. Keep, bear in mind that they suck and, uh, Bud is just an atrocious. The... Well, like Bud, like not playing Giannis more than like twenty minutes a game. It's just like it, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, they're just yeah. resting. I think if you took a hybrid coach, resting through Bud, the playoffs, they would be they would be the best coach ever. But they both are like Bud won't play them more than like thirty five minutes a game. Tibbs will only play you forty five minutes a game. So does that just make you a regular coach? with them mixed no but they're actually good coaches like they're good at what they do but then they have their limitations with the way they use their rotation and like in-game adjustments and stuff like that like there's a reason they keep like the bucks keep getting bounced in the second round he's not doing anything to spice things up or change anything well it's kind of like i mean they're just throwing everything at Giannis and then saying you know beat us with chris middleton and living and dying with that and it's yeah but now they have drew holiday which Takes a little pressure off. Yes. I'm not afraid of Drew Holiday. I'm not afraid of the Bucks. Fuck the Bucks. I, I <laughs> go Nets, baby. I'm a big fan of Drew Holiday. I think if Drew Holiday can be consistent, he's a second option on any team. I think no matter the problem who, is consistency, which is the same problem with Middleton. So it's like if Middleton has a bad night, but Drew Holiday has a good night, do the Bucks really lose anything? And vice I think, versa. Yes. I think no matter who the Knicks play, and I'm I'm gonna say it, and then we can laugh at me when it doesn't happen in the playoffs. Whoever the Knicks play in the playoffs, because the Knicks are going to make it, is going to be so banged up in the second round. I want to because they came into it because they came into it thinking they were going to sweep, and then they got like stabbed in the eye, 
and had to play six games against the Knicks, and then there we would get we might win a game. Remember, remember that's when awesome. The, I think punching the Nets in the gut and then sending them to get roasted by whoever's next. No, remember the Danilo Gallinari led Clippers when they played the Kevin Durant Warriors and they took them to six games. And they banged them up. That's, that's, what, I, that's what the that's what the Knicks are this year. I'm they're like, gonna, and I'm, I will say this: I'm damn proud of that. Like, I think that's so awesome to just steal two games against the Nets and just I, absolutely. I want that. I want a I want a one eight matchup Knicks Nets. Yeah. It would be awesome. Be the so Knicks awesome. would get absolutely annihilated. We'd get slaughtered. <laughs> oh my god! Gonna, we got slaughtered when we played them already this we, year. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a close game, and they had a, One they had of a them bad won. call. Scott Foster made that atrocious call on Julius Randle. Well, Scott yeah, Foster just—that's a mm-hmm. pretty normal night for I Scott think, Foster. I think we're taking that series to at least five games. <laughs> Maybe if we're lucky. But it's a hard five game. I would oh, say yeah. at most five. I don't. I think at even, most six. No, no I absolutely no. not. With a them in Durant, the playoffs going all out, not. absolutely think, not. We probably Blake get scrapping and DeAndre. We start Jordan. Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock. No, when, when Derrick Rose comes back, you won't be starting Alfred Payton. We will. We have. I hate this team. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> my blood pressure is through the roof. All right, I won't talk about the Knicks anymore. We need. All right, to- all right. You guys get the eight seed, and and Alfred Payton is injured. We win the series. I, what, no, we lose still a, a little right, better. Start, start Frank Nilakina. Frank Nilakina. Also, Luke, we got to go over this. Nilakina. We're going to pronounce it right because the guy's Nilekina. an absolute savage. Two, the Knicks put out some tweet today that he's apparently going to some junior Knicks event next week, indicating that he might not get traded at the deadline. So I'm on cloud nine right now. <laughs> Why have we not talked about uh, Old Depot at all? Just because no one cares. Because he sucks. Yeah, because fuck, he's yeah, not he going. Yeah. He's literally, he's so inefficient. He scores like 20-something points a game on 20 shots. Like, so we like don't care where he goes. He's, he's not bad. going anywhere important. He's a he third literally, He's injury prone, he's bad, and he's probably going to Miami this offseason anyway. A, but I find a weird play. Like, why is he just assuming Miami's going to sign him? Because they understand. have interest. Like, I think for why? the same reason I said you can't win with just Jimmy Butler. They're like, we need someone, and he's I the think... guy. Yeah, I mean, I think Victor Oladipo is doing a little bit of like a Blake Griffin right now where he just kind of jacks up shots on the absolutely terrible Rockets because they don't care there. But uh, I think he'll go somewhere and I think he'll be productive. I definitely kind of see him as in like that Julius Randle type of role where he's he's not necessarily your second option, but he's I, good I would enough hope. where like he can step in here and there. I think he's good. I just don't think he's... Playing. He's injury. He's so injury prone. He's already had stints like following coming back from like the serious knee injury with other injuries. Like he just keeps missing time. He missed time this year. I have no confidence in that. And also like who is going to want to pay him the money he wants this offseason? No one. So like why no would one, you? I wouldn't pay. give more than a second round pick for him this year. And that's only if I'm a contender. Like I'm not even talking about the Knicks. Like anyone. It's the second. Like, I it's, give the second it's the second to last day of free agency. Victor Oladipo is going to take a $12 million a year for three years on some team. There is okay. no Real. shot it's that low. If it's that low, yeah, sign me up. If he's free, I'll take it. It's going to be like 20 to 25, and I don't want to pay him. I, don't, I think if he's going to get a 20 to $25 million a year contract, it's going to be at a small market washed team who's just trying to sign value on their roster and see if they can move it for something. See, 
I think I think I've just seen enough of him being tied to the heat to just assume at this point that that's probably what what happens. And like realistically, he'll obviously end up somewhere in the NBA. I don't, like, think, the not... heat, I don't think the Heat are stupid enough to tie themselves up with that, though. I don't think the Heat are going to give him twenty million. I don't know. That's what the they got to mind. They got to pay Bam, and if they don't trade Harrow, well, they already paid Bam, and they still the have. Heat, I think they're they have... in such a weird place now because it's like they did just make the finals, but like, is anyone like thrilled with that like current no. roster right now? No. Also, them being unwilling to trade Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson Duncan for Robinson. James Harden is insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, I respect that. I should have just done it, and Tyler Hero started to absolutely tank after after that. Well, because I, I do could... think being caught in trade talks just absolutely yeah, meant Like, imagine just being sitting home, and you check Twitter, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're going to Orlando. Like, I don't want to move to Orlando in the middle of a pandemic with, like, my kids – that stinks. You're like, yeah, here's millions of dollars. I guess you're right. It's yeah. a little different, but still, like, if you have, say, you have like a good thing going where you live, like your kids are going to school there, and like you have a good setup, your friends are there, you've been there for a while, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, you're gone now. Like that does kind of stink. I mean, yeah, sure. We should be allowed to get traded in our regular jobs for what it's worth. <laughs> I think about that all the time. I'm like. If I, I got an email traded. that was like, you've been traded to XYZ company for two promising interns, like, mm. and, and a cash <laughs> consideration. And then they sent me some, like, I, well, I mean, I guess, and you have no control over where it is. Like, what if they're like, you're going to Detroit. You got traded to Ford. For two future interns, two, two class of 2024 interns. <laughs> there's, a, there's a young, promising business major at you pen I'm I'm like i'm he's 25 like how much how many good years of his prime are left like yeah. <laughs> tanking your own Files paperwork pretty slowly <laughs> oh another team i want to talk about because we haven't been on here in a while. i like matthew being like fuck the little interlude we just did no <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking like of changing jobs and it reminded me that the oh. hawks fired their head coach and have just been on an absolute tear ever yeah, since yeah but Nate McMillan's their interim head coach <laughs> i know well it's also funny cuz he's doing so well now that he's coaching and the pacers are kind of struggling right now which by the way if you go back and listen i said that the pacers suck at the beginning of the season Where are and they? they're i think they're like i think they wow, might what, what an amazing take <laughs> they are currently yeah they are the 10 right now yeah, they're tied uh, for nine. Well, tied for nine. i think the Knicks are going to be the 6 no, Knicks are seven right now. Were people high on the Pacers at the start of the year? Uh, we should go back to that episode and see what you yeah. guys said. You guys were all yeah. higher on. Them I think I said I they think... were. I, I think I said they were going to be the four, the five, or the six. It was one. I think I gave them the six or the seven. I said they were missing. I should go back and look this up. I graded yeah. the Raptors very low, and I'm happy mm-hmm. I did because they're bad. I think I still have. But I'm chalking that up to the lost season of Tampa. Like it's just a lost season. Who cares? Like. The Raptors will be fine. Wait, we got off track. We got totally off track. Nate McMillan coaching the Hawks, doing Uh, Pacers sucking, but the Hawks doing well. Okay, John Collins doesn't want to trade anymore. Like something happened. Outside my window right now. What is going on? It's just someone. Just someone died on their horn, and it's just going off. Uh, Oh, we can't hear it. All right, sick. Uh, That's the only thing I can hear. It. The Hawks are such a mess of a franchise. They paid. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, a four-year, $80 million contract, and they put Danilo Gallinari on a three-year, 
72 million or something like that. I don't know if it was that much, but uh, I think that's right. They paid, they paid both these guys. Danilo Gallinari barely plays. He did. Then, he was hurt at the beginning of the year, but he's still right. barely plays. Still I'm not sure. good. And then I think we saw trade rumors. Of yeah, them I saw something that they might, be looking, they might be looking to dump Bogdanovich, which I'm not surprised. I didn't, I honestly, I didn't overly understand it when they signed him this offseason. <laughs> so but, the bus so, bullet. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing drafting Onyeko and Konkwu? And now you have John Collins and Clint Capella. Like, couldn't you like shouldn't you done something with that pick? Like, like this this kid you just drafted plays like eight minutes a game. Well, when is Capella when is he a free agent? Because don't you think realistically he's not coming back? Why not? If the Hawk if you develop Trey Young into a poor man Steph Curry, which is still like a third, second team all NBA player. And then you you fill out your wing position with DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Uh, they have Kevin Porter, uh, and you know you have John Collins, who's very good. Like this is a playoff team, and if I was Clint Capella, I would be happy playing on this team that's going to continue to grow, especially because Trey Young's what 21, 22, right? So. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get that there's obviously some things that you want to build around there, but I still. I don't know. I think generally like plan was to have on Yeko Koku come off the bench for like the rest of his career. There's no point in drafting him. You should have drafted your shooting guard and forgot about Bogdanovich. I, I mean, probably, but I, I also don't think, like, I do think that there is something to be said about having young guys like kind of mold themselves off of some veterans for a little bit before they come into the fold. Just like, I think, from watching the Knicks do this enough of like forcing kids who clearly aren't ready into it, like Kevin Knox, Frank, like they've done it over and over. And like, there's probably some promise there, but like you can't expect them to come in and just be the hero for a team and like come in, start yeah. right away. It's not right I mean, for all guys. Songwoo kind of gave me that same energy in this year's draft. So I don't he's know. A, he's a pick and roll lob threat. That's all you really need, right? Like some team, you know, the – New York Knicks draft him instead of Obi Toppin, and now you have somebody coming off the bench playing minutes after Mitchell Robinson instead of Nerlens Noel. Can't believe we forgot to talk about Obi Toppin. On, uh, Obi Toppin is the worst basketball player ever. He might be uh, in NBA. Like, the, the, Hawks, the Hawks could have drafted Tyrese Halberton. They could have drafted Sadiq Bey. They could have drafted Emmanuel Quickly, right? Like, there, there are people on the board here that would have been a better fit on your team. Maybe, you know, some of the but isn't that the beauty of the draft? I feel like the draft is a crapshoot. Nobody knows. So like, then trade the pick for something. Like, get value out of that pick. You know, it, it's hard. But that was value at the time. You know, like it's you can't play. You almost can't play Monday morning quarterback the draft. The Knicks drafted the most offensive ready prospect in the draft, and he's a disaster. I don't understand why you're drafting Toppin. You could have drafted Adida, who's been slightly better. You could have drafted Halbert in. I mean, everyone would have taken Halliburton if, you know, if they could. Right, exactly. I mean, there's a reason he fell, like, a lot of teams around him. But, like, even, like, them sell, like, he's pretty – he's better than Obi for sure. Like, I just think there were other guys you could have taken. But – so, I didn't love the pick on draft night. I don't love it now, obviously. Precious like, it's to the point where, like, Obi is in the rotation. And I think it's time you put Kevin Knox back in and just let him play <laughs> instead. It's so bad. Kevin Knox is another disaster, though. 
Yeah, but again, that's kind of my point of like, if you don't land in the right situation and like you're kind of expected to take on a bigger role than you realistically ever would otherwise have in the NBA. Like, I just think sometimes coming off the bench to start your career could be a good thing and you can learn a little bit before you're just thrown into the, you know, thrown to the wolves there to actually try and make an aid for yourself. Because like n- none of those guys are ready that I named. And like, there's plenty of others like that. But yeah, that's that's all. Like, I still think Okongwu will be pretty good. I just want to mention while we're while I'm looking at Mike and I's matchup in fantasy this week, Karis Levert's popping off. He's got 17 points on 11 shots. Mm-hmm. Got a new lead, four assists and yeah. a steal. First time I've adjusted my lineups in seven weeks because I my team was so injury plagued that I just couldn't even play anyone. I didn't have enough people to play, and yeah. I I was in a situation where the players that were injured, I didn't want to put them, I could only put one person on the IR and I didn't want to give them up. Cause I was like, they're going to come back. So I'll just like get through this nine week, horrible stretch and see where I wind up. I'm not going to make the playoffs, but if I beat you, some sort of chaos ensues, I'm sure. Yeah. So. I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm the four seed in our league right now. So I think I might be on uh, the verge of missing out on the playoffs. Like if I beat I'm you. surging. But either way, like I don't want the four seed cause. Mark, you're surging. I'm surging through. What are you? What's your I'm uh, uh, bad, bad. Um, but I'm I, I, right I've won now. two in a row, I've one of which was against Mike. I've, I've gotten very lazy, and in the middle of last week, I was like, wow, I should probably try and win this game. Mm-hmm. Win this week. Well, if Kevin Durant comes back, I yeah. will immediately start laying pipe. It's because he's, he's like 80 points a game. He's so it, good. It seems like – well. I, it benefits me for him to not come back because I have Harden. Mm-hmm. But um, I just don't see the Nets. The Nets are not in a rush if Harden keeps eviscerating nope, people. Of course not. Of course not. No. But, I mean, it's kind of like the like you were saying with Anthony Davis, like why rush him back? Like you just need him for the playoffs. You know who's on my roster? Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why rush him back? It's tough. He was, he was getting me like 50 points a game, 40, 46 points a game, and now – He's out until the playoffs. I have future MVP Nikola Jokic leading my team. Yeah. So fantasy is so stupid. It's it like is. with all these injuries, like whatever. They should have limited the number of players you could pick up and drop. Like, because yeah, it's way too I much. Play someone, if I play someone, I'm like, I'm not checking my thing every day. I'm not going to like go through who's available and make it. You got to work the waiver wire. I don't do that. <laughs> so annoying. And, and someone who works the waiver wire and uses all seven of their of their I, transactions will always win. I mean, yes. I'm I'm historically bad with fantasy football, but you at least because I've been kicked out of leagues because I just don't update my team or whatever you need to do. Yeah. But you at least have a week to prepare. Like every day, you need to be on top of this. That's, which what, it, it, yeah. that's what I mean. We're so busy these days. It's you sometimes know, find the time. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I so wake good. up early. I sit down. I get to work. Mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden it's like 4 30 and that's when the games start here and i'm like oh, oh crap i forgot to check my lineup and then there's like one guy in my lineup i can't take out who's not playing today or something like yeah. that right like and so and then i get screwed and i lose like last week i lost by like 25 points or something like that if i just checked my lineup every day i would have played somebody i would have earned 26 points or something and won the wow I mean, it's that so could be weird. the difference between me making the playoffs and losing in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, so- it makes a huge difference. Like, I've had weeks where I lost because, like, you – even if, like, the player you're trying to pick up, like, their game hasn't started, but some other game was, like, a 1 o'clock game on a Saturday, like, you can't pick them up that day. It's just a weird right. system. But, like, I don't know. Whatever. It's just fantasy. Like, who really cares? 
no i so, mean hold on real quick so on like an fee so on an nfl sunday luke you're getting up at 10 a.m there's just games yeah so when there's and before covid my roommate and i would meet up at a bar mm-hmm. at 10 30 in the morning sure and we'd get eggs and beers and watch the football game yeah, that's pretty nice. Get, we get we get a beer. So Seattle does this weird thing, and they do uh, they do like orange juice beers, right? Because it's, it's like ten o'clock on a Sunday, and the games are starting. Not mimosas. I was gonna like say, I guess, mimosa, yeah. No, you get a you get a rainier with an orange juice. So it's like a big sounds, pint sounds glass, gross. and you yeah. half half and half orange juice rainier. It's delicious. It's and like the get, NASCAR mimosa. Yeah, and you get you get some like eggs Benedict, and. Uh, it's, it's good. I like it. I, it just it's kind of very, it's very <laughs> enjoyable. You get brunch, you like get dressed up and you like see all the other people at like some hipster brunch place. It's really nice actually. Like, Do you have a football team you root for? Like what is your allegiance here? If I had to root for a football team, I guess I'd be a Giants fan just because I grew up around it. But uh, now that I'm out here in Seattle, I'm like, go Hawks, baby. Seahawks, let's go. You know? So, yeah, you it's kind of fun. Part of the 12th, man. Well, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's also funny because I, I still feel like I'm years away from being back in a bar. I mean, so like you guys are vaccinated or about to be vaccinated, which I'm furious. Yep. Um, you for what it's worth, they lied. They said they had. Uh, no, so we have like some life. dumb blood condition. No, that's like, like I don't know. we have we have they committed a, a felony actually to get the vaccine. Um, <laughs> well, the thing that I thought because I had the same thought at first, like when I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like people with thalassemia are eligible in New Jersey. I was like, all right, cool, I'll go in. That's but the then, medical term for shrimp dick? That's exactly it. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, but I was like, I was having trouble rationalizing because I'm like, yeah, there are probably people who should be getting this instead of me. But then Definitely. I, it's also like smokers have been number one on the list the whole time. Like, why are they cutting the line? Well, that's the thing that's been troubling me, which is like, yeah, because if you're a smoker in New Jersey, <clears throat> you can get it. But I don't know if that, um, if I count. You know, because I don't know if they're referring to like tobacco. Well, like, what are they going to say? Prove it? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like smoke the cigarette. And then I was like, bring, with bring pleasure, cigarette, Your Honor. Bring a, bring a pack of cigarettes with you. Mm-hmm. Dump out like half of them. Dirty up the. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll smoke them in front of the, the staff there. It's like what it, but it's like. <laughs> but that's what I mean. How like, many, how are they proving this? How well, many cigarettes would you smoke in a five minute span to get <laughs> I would do as many as pot. I would throw up and, you know, it's, or that in college once, Matt, were you there for that when, like, I, I think it was like Mike or someone had like chewing tobacco and I tried it. Uh, and, um, it? <laughs> no, I didn't vomit, but I felt so immediately nauseous. It was like you guys were going out afterwards or whatever. And I just lied down on the floor of your bathroom for like, for hours. <laughs> and then I crawled home to be say, <laughs> I, that makes you eligible for the vaccine, I think. I think so. <laughs> I think so. If you like, yeah, um, really pussed out. I wish um, I was there for that. Damn, that's. Were you not? Yeah. I definitely was not there for that. No. I wish it was, I was fine. But yeah, so that's whatever. So I think I deserve it. But also, I mean, I can't like, because when it um, was first authorized in the US, like I, I signed up like with New Jersey or in New yeah. York. But I put not a smoker, so I can't be like, hello, New Jersey, I've started to smoke. Um, you could say I was being bashful and I didn't want to. Yeah, I was embarrassed. Teehee, I'll take one vaccine, please. Yeah. Um, well, you know? I mean, I also am taking hope in that. I think it is going to start being widely distributed, I hope soon. 
Yeah. May first, Joe Biden said all Americans can get the COVID vaccine. Yeah, it's gonna be before then. Like Massachusetts, I think it's like April nineteenth is the, which, the which made me feel less people, bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people we, in like Arizona getting vaccinated already. Yeah, I also just think there are enough people saying no, like being anti-vaxxers and like I want to see what happens and whatever that like mm-hmm. it's gonna get to the point where like if you want it, you'll just be able to get it. Well, I'll tell you this: I got the Pfizer. My arm's not even sore. Really. Yeah. Get the Pfizer. I bet it's gonna really knock the shit out of Matt. If it's I had to guess, I'm gonna like, be. Toast. Can can I bet, the I bet you pass out? Me? Am I gonna be the where, first? Also, where? What site? Because I drove my mom down when she got hers to. Um, I have to go to a college. CVS in Woodbridge. I was at a CVS oh, okay. in Bayonne yeah. today. Wow. Okay. So not like Isn't a mega. Far away for you? Isn't that like a forty-minute drive? I had to. I drove forty minutes. I drove my mom two hours. Yeah. Like yeah. basically to it's Philly great. from North Jersey. Mark, I'll send I'll send you the CVS link because you can as long as you it's you got to work the waiver wire to see if you can okay. find an appointment. But mm-hmm. I'll do it. They're there. Also, I guess that makes you kind of a hero for dragging my mom like two hours for a vaccine. I would, yeah, dude. It's nice of you. That is sure. nice of you. Right. Jurgen Jurgen couldn't help. No, I don't know what your. It was a work day. I guess Jurgen was just you know too busy grinding. Yeah, that's vintage. Jurgen. Did he like that sometimes? Yeah. Oh, he got already got his. He's been double vaxxed for weeks. Good for him. I know. Essential worker. So, essential worker? No, deeply on essential I can get an essential worker clause. <laughs> like, if I could be like, look, I'm an essential worker, and then they'd be like... Oh. I'll just do... I also, like, my roommate and I went to, like, a Rite Aid here in Brooklyn, um, and, like, the employees seemed... Like, he went up to ask to be like, hey, like, it was, like, 10 o'clock at night. Like, do you guys have any extra doses? And apparently, like, the worker... Like, they seemed, like, scared or, like traumatized by like i'm sure people are coming in like all the time being like trying to shake them down for a vaccine yeah um optically it looks you know we're aware of um it's a know, little it sketchy looks- but also like if they have them and they're gonna throw them out like and you're not a scary person I well i can be when and- life or death when push comes to shove hey I everyone's a the- killer yeah i'll, I'll rip the syringe that. out of someone's grandma if it means it goes into <laughs> me i'll i'll do it you wouldn't even have time it happened like this i didn't even yeah. feel it Really? I'm also like uh, a little bitch with needles. So like um, I'll definitely faint when I stand up afterwards. I'm the same way. I'm in trouble. They make yeah. you sit there for 15 minutes after though. So like mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm so thankful they're making me do that. It legitimately well, like, was like that. I, I don't pass out when it's happening. It's afterwards when I have time to think about it. Then I get, I like think myself into fainting. Anytime I have <laughs> blood drawn, I pass out. When I, I was at the eye doctor and you know, when you get your eyes dilated, um oh, like and they, check your pupils yeah so they have a new thing and they're like oh you can try it like um it's like it, we like it's a machine it puts like pressure on your eyes a little bit it, you don't have to get them dilated it doesn't like fuck your vision for the rest of the day <laughs> so this was like three years ago when i was getting this done um and they're like do you want to do this instead of the dilation i'm like yeah sick like uh what's the difference he's like oh you know nothing crazy like you know believe it or not like i had someone like faint doing this once i'm like huh that's cool. Um, and then, uh, and then she did it to me. And then, yeah, immediately afterwards, I basically was like, uh, yeah, I'm getting like, you know, when you it's tunnel vision. Oh, you know. So like, I was conscious, but I was like my vision, I know it's going to come back. I hope I've never um, fainted. I don't like, I've never like has told straight me. up passed out, but I've had like the tunnel vision where I need to like, give me a minute. Like, let me come to like, no, I, I am fine. Never like, yeah. I think Matt's passed out. I've definitely passed out. Are I, you sure? I have, yeah. I passed out before. Have we told that like I in think, here? 
Was I think discussed on the podcast? I think we did. I think we did. <laughs> I don't know. This story comes out too much in my life that I'm almost numb to it now. I bring it up. See, I this really is why we can't mention that. a podcast to people because we talk about stuff like this. <laughs> it's fine. I was just afraid that we. Play? Yeah. I was afraid that I was gonna face um, like legal repercussions for like driving high. I don't. Matt could live or die. It's that's besides the point. But if I get like some sort of DUI for drive, for being high in a Honda Civic at, at twelve thirty on a Friday. Um, you know, yeah. that's gonna that's gonna just a tremendous me. performance on my part. Yeah, not bad. Really Whatever, fun. it's fine. We got through it. I'm sure we, we talked about that. We definitely have. That must have been the first thing we talked about. Probably. I think we've done that and the mascot. What like we need to still do more chronicles, mm-hmm. the Matt Chronicles. I don't know what other shit. Oh, all right. We can do one. Survivor is recording again. So I'm gonna have to come up with it. It's a year later. I'm gonna have to can come I... up with a new audition tape. I'm going to post it to you. I So like, yeah, Matt has recorded himself doing, it's pretty embarrassing. And I've tried to- It's like, awful. It's a I've terrible- tried, I've tried to edit it to make it funnier. And I honestly think I don't even need to do any, I think it's the, like the, you deciding to do that is so <laughs> So incriminating. you want to hear my new idea for my next audition tape? Yeah. I get plastered, absolutely hammered. And I just talk to Jeff Pro for three minutes. So why why would you think that would make him want to do anything other than shoot you in the head? Like yeah, I think like, like you want to annoy the shit out of him. <laughs> I mean, like, why would that help you? Yeah. All right, I need it better. Then what's or my, what if what if, my what if we're in a post COVID world? We're together. Mm-hmm. And you get us, you get us plastered, and you say to all of us like, "Why should I be on Survivor?" And we say like dumb stuff. But that doesn't like they don't see me. Family. They have to see me. They I all think, jump. I off. mean, you shot your water already when you jumped out of the plane for Kyrie and um, KD. You do that for Survivor. You I do it again and just jump like, into an active volcano, and or like for Jeff. Yeah. I've never I, seen this stupid ass show. Who, by the way, I don't know. Watch, I don't know who watch Survivor. No, I'm not a like a, a divorced man in his sixties. <laughs> no, hey, Survivor's Survivor's on Hulu. It's what I put on when I take naps. <laughs> okay at least it's on no, it's, it's a, the show kicks ass i'm on like season watched it since I, was little. I don't think i've watched a single episode I what's the premise on. of the show other than you're on an island and you're with other people and there's you survive 39 yeah. days 19 so, people so mark, one survivor so mark i think you'd really enjoy the i don't i don't watch it religiously either but when i was uh-huh. living at home during covid there was a season on and when i would come down it was wednesdays now you can't help but get sucked in because the strategy, like they all click and they talk to each other about who they're going to vote out. And there's a lot of yeah. deceit. Mm-hmm. I love it when they put in tense music. They play intense music. I'm like, oh, it's getting spicy. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a, lot of double, they... there's a lot of double crossing and I would not be able to handle it. I can't handle that. Also, if you win, so, you get a million dollars. A million dollars. I'll just sit on a beach for a million dollars. This is kind of similar, but I mean. More than sitting on a beach together. I know. Have you guys seen like the Netflix show, like The Floor is Lava? It's like, it's stupid and kitschy and like, for, yeah. it's like same thing with Wipeout where it's like, this is aimed at children and me. And is um, it good? No, I mean, the show is stupid as hell, but the whole thing is like, it, it makes you want to, to do the course. Yes, you know? I like, agree. I mean, it, it invokes that sensation in the audience. Who do you think you could do it better? Is there the host somebody of, of fame? No, it's some fucking nerd, like who just <laughs> loves awful. The Floor is Lava. It's also like, like pretty, like, I feel like the contestants weren't that good and it just wasn't that good. But no, I mean, oh they're my rebooting God. Wipeout with John Cena. They are. Yeah. Which honestly, I'll probably watch. I'll watch every episode. Um, but I was also watching 
um, and I don't really remember it, um, but there's this Netflix pirate docuseries right now that I highly encourage because um, it's kind of telling the history of pirates and, uh, but it has reenactments with some of the shittiest acting, like local theater style as pirates doing- Do you watch Drunk Histories? No, I've I've seen episodes. It's like that, but if they're not trying to be funny or maybe they are, but like- just horrible pirate reenacting. Yeah, it's honestly That's the classic. best show I've ever seen in my life. That is classic. Um, yeah. All right. That's, That's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. If you just net, if you search pirate. In Honestly, what's going to wind up happening is I'm going to search pirate and I'm going to okay. see all three I parts of the Caribbean and I'm going to be like, fuck it, let's dive back in. Well, I mean, there it's flawless cinema. You know? I've already got I've already got two shows going on right now. So before I go to bed, I usually watch a couple episodes of Thirty Rock. Yeah. Nice. And cool. when I wake up in the morning because I wake up so early. Before I have to like start working, I usually watch an episode or two of Curb. I love like Curb. That. It's like the fifth time I've watched this. Mm-hmm. Nice. You have, a, yeah. you have a pretty good routine then. That is a good routine. Yeah. It's all so, comedy from 10 years ago, but it's interesting. Uh, what you, yeah. I love Curb. I, Curb's great. I, but I mean, every episode's kind of the same. Like if I watch one episode of Curb, I'm sad for like a couple months. My, <laughs> most, my most inner person is Larry David and Curb. Sure. I think I think a lot of people would agree. A lot of people feel that way. You just can't quite get away with but, it because you're it not is, famous. But it is funny. Like I had seen it, but then when I moved back to the city, for some reason, I picked that to be the thing to rewatch from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you binge watch it, it is overwhelming. When you're watching, it is, yeah. When you're I can't watch more than an episode or two at a time. Yeah. When I you're watching four in a row, 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 it's like I've been watching like sometimes when he when like he makes Seinfeld. jokes and stuff like that. I gotta like cover my face after you like this. Is well, just, also, every episode, it's like it's like Larry's like in line at a coffee shop, and then it's like he has some inter some like exchange yeah, like with like the, somebody, and the, they have an awkward confrontation. Yeah, or like there's something with the barista where they're like, "No, you can't get or cream costs extra here," and, and like something will happen with like Jeff Garland and his wife, and then the barista they'll be at the same restaurant. And they he needs the barista to like vouch for him that he's not a sexual predator. And the yeah. barista hates yeah. him, and then they won't do it, and then. Uh, Jeff Brown's wife and everyone shit all, they like, shat all over Larry. But, but that's like basically every episode. You just yeah, that's the formula. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. He's a, he's a totally normal dude that gets caught in situations that make him look like an asshole. Or him yeah, well, it's some like social faux pas. Yeah, he is right. I guess it, whatever. In the latest yeah. season though, there was this. Do you remember the one where like I've never encountered this situation, but it made me laugh out loud. I forgot about it when the waitress at the golf club that they're at brings over the food and she's like sweating profusely <laughs> and she goes sorry for the weight i'm having diarrhea and everyone's like the, the, he's just and then in, no one eats their food <laughs> just in disbelief i just i literally laughed out loud i'm sorry for the weight i'm having diarrhea and she's just sweating profusely i, I, I wish I coffee like, shop was good right? the spike coffee shop how you opened up that yeah the spike shop. door that was like, good sorry? I wish I could like Curb as much. Like I, I, I appreciate it. I just can't watch more than one I love, episode. I, I mean, I love Seinfeld way more. But but Seinfeld like, is a. I think it's a worse show, but it's it's so much more palatable. Um, yes. Like you can. Seinfeld like, is more palatable. You think Seinfeld yeah. is worse? I think it's less funny. Mark, you it's liked, not as edgy. You liked Kong Skull Island. And oh, you don't which, like by the way, in like five days, I know. Um, we're getting, we're getting, I'm still so I'm so Team Kong. I don't care. Well, oh my well, god! Also, now that you guys are vaccinated, I, we should legit watch that yes. together, like 100%. in person. Um, yeah. When does it come out? 
like I think it's, it's pretty soon, March like, 31st. I'm pretty sure I have it on my calendar. Hold on. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, <laughs> March 31st. Called it. March 31st. That's in one week. Holy yep. shit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay, what day of the week is it Wednesday? All right. If you guys are around next weekend of April 3rd, or Friday, April 2nd, we could... Yeah. Uh, Friday, April 2nd, I'm around. Crush it. We, we'd pop yeah. a few eddies and then just <laughs> descend into... I would also place bets and no no spoiler, like, on who you got. Who wins. Or yeah. what's the line. Oh, my God. There's a lot to do here. Wow. We have, we have a lot. Trade deadline. Trade deadline. Island. Oh, totally. Skull Island. We got so Skull Island is supposed to... I think the filmmakers are aware that it's stupid and that money you know i i got shot on by like tommy and rob for would you make this yeah. movie for money sorry would you make this how much how much money would you need to make to make godzilla vs Kong? you mean like as a salary or as a budget for the film as a salary i'd do it for free i, I would, would pay them money i would want I, involved in making that movie are you 100 percent. oh my god yeah i'm gonna watch no, that tonight i just feel like it's gonna be right. like it's unfortunate, but I feel like it's going to be like battle scenes set to like classic rock that doesn't relate <laughs> at all. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like like immigrant song is going to come on while they're fighting. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I like the original Godzilla. Well, not the original Godzilla, but the one they did that had Brian Cranston in it and he died. Like that one was good, and it wasn't like that uh, corny either, as yeah. far as like monster movies go. Whereas Kong Skull Island was just awesome. And what was the um? the the one we watched it like in your place like a year ago i fell asleep oh uh, yeah godzilla king of monsters that was another one that was just ridiculous uh, i'm gonna watch that tonight um, <laughs> i'm gonna watch, watch that right now actually i've already watched it again since that since that really I, well, I don't remember any, like i i fell asleep almost immediately and was i was on? just thinking about how much of a goddamn pain it would be to get back to my apartment from hoboken and like i took the path and i was so tired and it, took, just it took like an hour and a half like door to door it was awful yeah god damn it yeah i watched uh alien the other night because hbo's taking it off oh um, the original i mean they have the whole they have one two three resurrection so they have I, like five alien movies and so i've been I watching them cannot alien watch those movies. alien one is really good it's amazing alien yeah. two aliens and that's a very... monster movie but yeah it's like I, a different type of monster. I cannot handle the thing that goes on the face. I cannot. Oh yeah, I the love thing that. Comes dude. out the little mouth. I can't even. I cannot even watch it happening to someone. It like mm -hmm. cringes me. Uh, no, I, it freaks me out every time. I'm up until like one a.m. every night. I, <laughs> I can't see. Like, oh yeah, hard, no, it's I'm hard. horrified. <laughs> I'm, it's hard I'm to losing sleep. <laughs> every I, I, uh, I like walk to the bathroom in my dark apartment, and mm -hmm. I gotta like. In the bathroom? Like, yeah, I'm like, it's in the shower. Of course. <laughs> yeah. like, also, oh, Alien, the se Aliens, the sequel is less scary and it's more just like an action movie. That's the yeah, James Cameron as, one. As they go on, it, it turns into like more gun blazing. Gun like, blazing. There's a lot of aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why they titled the second one Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. 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 Well, Alien <laughs> 3. That's the David Fincher one that he doesn't even count as a movie directed because he's so like, he says the studio interfered. He doesn't, it wasn't his artistic statement. It was his debut, his feature fine, debut. Aye, aye, aye. That was David Fincher's feature debut. Sure was. I think so. Actually, he's I think it was. I gotta, I gotta watch Mank. He's I do too, but it seems so fucking boring. Yeah, it seems boring. <laughs> um, it feels like doing my homework or like eating vegetables. And I feel like I need to like it. Alien 3 was his debut. 
Um, Yikes. You guys ever watch Mindhunter? And then also, I'm going to have to edit this down because this past 45 minutes is just talking about TV shows. But you guys ever watch Mindhunter? Because that's no. David Fincher's TV I show. Mean, I oh, absolutely. Was, the first season was good. The second season wasn't. I, I, I had watched. Captivating. I, I liked them both. I was honestly in on. on uh, no, the, I don't think the second season was bad. I just think the first season was more. Sure. It was more like involving. I like I. I got more into like how creepy the, the killers were. The second season, sure. I was kind of like, I don't think these killers are really. I like how everyone is just a dick to hold in, even though he's right the whole time, and they all just dunk on him because he's a. Also, I like it. I also don't like sad, lonely holding. Season two is not as good. I love. I just love that dude taking L's left and right, even though he's like being right, and then just having everyone shit on you. Rules. <laughs> yeah. That's basically my life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm wrong most. Of the, time. So the world's just out to get me. Uh, yeah. Have you guys eaten dinner yet? Because I'm so fucking hungry. We've we've run. Let's let's yeah. uh, we'll wrap it up, Matthew. We'll return you to your night. Um. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> because I'm I'm keeping Mark from doing anything with his life. Oh, um, you're keeping me from Uber eating McDonald's. And yeah. <laughs> Sleep in my jeans on the couch. I'm waking wow. up sweaty and confused at 1 a.m. Sounds lovely. Uh, Every night, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tim, and to like our two other listeners for hopping in and staying this long. This is the Hoop True Podcast. Join us next time. <laughs>